Hello, everybody. We're back again. Woohoo! What's going on? It's Dante Gibbs. Laura. I'm Brian. Oh, sorry, Laura. Hi. <laughs> Laura, are you with us? I'm here. Sorry, I was arranging the computer screen. We're ready. Go ahead. <laughs> COVID brain. Sorry. So speaking of COVID, I know like last episode, we we're talking about like the pandemic and just thinking about, you know, how we've all been able to cope with different things during this time. Um, one thing that's always sort of like kept us together has been um, like volunteering and some of our service work. And so, and so as we think about the things that we've been able to do, um, one of the organizations that we always volunteer with is uh, Manna Food from Heaven. And so that has changed as well, right? So, you know, we've gone from being able to serve in the shelters and cook in the shelters and really serve, you know, um, two to three local shelters to now having to move those operations to, um, you know, like the word church using their kitchen. And it's very limited on how many people can come and help cook. And now we need people to help deliver the food because we can't serve the food to some of the people. So how do you all feel about that? I know it's been a little tough. I mean, it's definitely organized it. It's definitely an adjustment because, you know, you, the whole reason behind it is to help others. And, you know, that kind of what keeps us close together. And we talk about volunteering and, uh, you know, service work. So, you know, from the van, you know, I think it was an accident or broke down. It's not working. So mm. that adds a layer. And then not being able to allow it in to serve the food is another layer. And then, you know, it's the only so many people are allowed at the church to help cook. And then to deliver, you know, you got to have multiple people deliver it. And then, you know, it's not just all there anymore, like one-stop shop. So it's definitely challenging, but, you know, it's, it's just another, another challenge to, to, to overcome. I mean, that's, that's kind of what we all do. What we had to do what we did throughout the pandemic. A lot of people have done is figure stuff out. Um, so I think that, you know, it's another challenge upon us and we've already tried to do things to help. We've volunteered, reached out, tried to, you know, spread the word, donated money to help with the, uh, you know, the purchase of a new van so it can be transported. So I, I, I think that it's, uh, I'm hopeful. I'm stay positive about it. A lot I think of that's people, what we do best. a lot of people step, stepped up, sorry. A lot of people stepped up to help transport the food also, which was really cool. I have not. I know, Dante, I think you have helped transport food to some of the mm -hmm. shelters. And I feel like um, the founder of Mana Food from Heaven, Melvin, um, is actually, I believe, getting food, more food out during this time since he's figured out how to utilize. Yeah, we actually added two more shelters. Yeah. So now it's like Just four pretty cool. shelters. And yeah. so versus, you know, the traditional emergency men's shelter, 2100 Lakeside, and the um, Norma Hurst Women's Center on Pain. Um, now we have one on West 25th and another one somewhere. Yeah. Oh, one on Superior. Yeah, so that was amazing. Oh, and and I think he's doing multiple meals for some of those sites too. And I don't know how many, play, how many people those newer yeah. sh shelters house, but he's able to do more than one meal for them. Um, 
and that's been pretty cool too. So he should be really proud. I'm really proud to be a part of that organization in any small way. <laughs> um, and it really has come together because for a few months we did, we couldn't do anything. And then he had to do anything, lost the van. So now then that was a big hiccup too. We thought he wasn't, wasn't going to be able to do it again. And then everybody came together to help deliver. And it's been amazing. That has been something really cool that has come out of this pandemic is seeing people step in all the positive stories. I mean, just the random stuff you see on Instagram, people doing and coming up with. And we talked about creativity last time. And this is an area that people have been very creative and figuring out ways to help also. But even just like the dedication, because remember, like we, we used to always sort of like be together, right? Volunteering with each other and physically seeing each other. And so for us to still have this dedication towards this cause and we don't even see each other, um, we just know how to just sort of like step in. Not sort of just saying like, all right, let's put ourselves on the back, but really just a, a way to just say that you are like you both of you all are appreciated as well because you could have easily just said like yeah you know just let me know when y'all back into the shelters right. or just let me know when this is that and even like our friends that volunteer with us as well or our own volunteer bases that we've been able to build um it's a little tough because it, it's not the traditional sense and so it's a lot of moving parts and so but we've been able to to still kind of stick with it and so definitely want to say thanks to you all for that because it could have just fell apart. <laughs> Aww. Thanks to you, Dante, for right. bringing us on. <laughs> and, and every, all these endeavors and what we're talking about, you know, this is part of his, you know, the support system for that. You know, I think doing, being able to do manna throughout and especially picking up lately for, for Melvin is probably a, a good way for him to cope and stay busy and keep pushing um but yeah I, I think you can't do any of this without other people without help you know so it's kind of like a, a a give and take like you know everybody you want to quarantine stay away from everybody um but then when you want to get stuff done or you know especially something so major and large scale you got to uh you need other people so it's like the give and take of the, of the pandemic it's really a a, a a real life decision though right because you're just like okay how are, how are we able to do this responsibly safely and you know still keep your health as like the, the the main priority throughout this whole thing right um and just thinking about all of that and and how that sort of plays a part into what you're able to do like we said like you know manifold from has been able to expand to like four shelters and making meals for like Saturday and Sunday, like it really just shows the need for 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 food. And when you think about, you know, um, issues that are being highlighted during this pandemic, like food insecurity is one. I was reading an article the other day about like the Greater Cleveland Food Bank, like they've been able to service over like 350,000 people between last March and last December. Unbelievable. And so that just shows this great need for food, which we feel is like a basic right and a face a basic uh need, yet it it, it still takes a toll on how do we provide that for everyone. Mm -hmm. I, I think too that 
you know, we always talk about how we take things for granted, how you got to appreciate every day. But I think that pandemic has really taught us. And even, you know, people have lost loved ones, lives have been lost. And, you know, you appreciate those you love, but you appreciate the basic necessities of the Internet, uh, heat, mm-hmm. water, food, like the basic things that you just, you know, you often take for granted because it's so readily available. And you, you got to keep your schedule. You're worried about you getting stuff done, paying your bills, worried about your family, taking care of whoever. But I think this kind of woke everybody up like, okay, you know, love thy neighbor, care for other people. You know, it's not always about you. You know, you got to take care of yourself, but it's somebody that's doing worse. You know, mm-hmm. you have this and that you can give back or if you're healthy enough, you can do this. So I, I think it, it highlighted everything. And I, I think in a sense, it, you know, you've mentioned, Lord, people stepped up. I think it kind of forced you to either become, you know, you either going to rise above and, and meet it or, or you're just going to stay the same or, 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 or just, you know, drop below it and not do anything. And then you add all of that on top of the social uh, justice movements from last year and throughout that still go on. And, and another thing the pandemic was too, is we talk about social media. It made everybody pay attention. You know what I'm saying? You're not out and about all the time. So you could sit down and really watch these videos, these movements, and, mm-hmm. and read these facts, and then you had the election. So it's like, it kind of slowed you down. I think it made people just, in a sense, everybody just pay attention. Like, what's important, what's not, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to risk, you know, certain things that you can't afford to for the betterment and for the common good, or are you just going to sit back, play it safe, and then possibly after a year and some change, no change happened, you know, point intended, and you just back in the same place you was a year ago. And the only thing that that increased was how many days on this earth in your time. And what decreases maybe how much time you got left. You know what I'm saying? Like you could have, you might have wasted time. So, you know, I think that all the pandemic has, has done all that for us. But I mean, it's nothing like a support system to help you get through it. Definitely. And you you mentioned something earlier when you were talking about like what's listed as basic needs like food, water, shelter, and you mentioned internet. (laughs) But before this pandemic, internet was not considered a basic need, right? And I just wanted to just pause on that because now we see that internet is not a luxury. Internet is a basic need. Like we, we need internet. And we've seen how that 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 plays a major role in staying connected. Um, to our workplaces, like professionally, but then also personally, when you talk about support systems and not being able to readily just pull up on your mom or pull up on family members and really connect with them, like how do, how do you do that? You're doing that either through some type of video app or if you got iPhone using FaceTime or like Zoom or any app, right? Of just trying to be able to physically see people. I remember my family, you know, we used to do like a secret Santa and we didn't, we did, we still did it this past year, this past Christmas, but we had to like drop the gifts off on a, on everyone's porches. And then we did like a big zoom to sort of everyone open up their gifts at the same time type of thing. Wow. And so that was like different, you know, it was still fun because, you know, that's just how my family is, <laughs> but <laughs> it was still just difficult in a sense of not just being in, in the same house or the same room and, you know, listening to music, having food, playing games. Like, it, we all had to, like, look at each other on the screen. Mm. Wild. So... Reinvention of, of things. 
you know what I'm saying? Reinvention of everything, re reinvention of ideas and how you look at things. Are we each other's, are we part of each other's support system, would you say? Depend on the day. Yeah, usually, <laughs> that you was a like, good answer. Like Mondays, I, I tend to text Brian on Mondays, maybe. Or Fridays. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my and, God. And, I, and Laura, I, I text her every now and then. Our communication um, has has gotten better. Okay, I was about to say, I'm like, you text to that, Laura? Yeah, it's you know. fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, y'all definitely a part of the support system. Like, you know, just being able to like call y'all, text y'all, FaceTime, whatever, and just kind of talk about stuff. I, I would like to point out something that happened that I don't even think I've mentioned to you guys. And this isn't, this is going a little astray from the direction that we had intended for this podcast, but I think it's important and I want to tell you, and I want it to be on the record. Um, Shortly See, after selfish stuff coming out of no, you. you're gonna like this. No, I'm just glad. You're gonna you're <laughs> Go gonna be ahead. glad. I think you'll be glad I'm telling you this, and I w I should have told you this sooner. But shortly after um, George Floyd was murdered, um, mm -hmm. we kind of all came together. I remember we mm -hmm. had we had tacos together on Dante's front porch, and I remember in my mind like hearing and seeing like don't burden as a white person as a white ally don't burden your black friends with questions and asking them how yes. you know just be present and so but i remember sitting at that table and brian said ask ask us now's the time we're the people go ahead whatever questions you have ask them now and i just remember like i'm getting chills just thinking about it, like feeling so grateful because mm. everybody doesn't have a place like that and I'm so fortunate <laughs> to have a place like that with you, goofballs. You're welcome. <laughs> so Anytime. I, I do consider, I mean, I know we're all connected through our service work and I love that. I love that I have a group of people that is like really just, not just service work, cause I know your families and stuff like that. But that was huge to me. That was a big deal. No, um, I mean, looking back, um, you know, I definitely share those feelings, right? Thinking about, you know, you wanting to to, to just learn more and, and us being able to to learn, you know, how you are moving through this world too. And, and, you know, as a teacher, as a human being. And so, you know, that was that was a great conversation just to to have to just sort of, you know what I'm saying, build our, our bond even more. But then also just thinking about, you know, it's not about you trying to to burden us and it's not about you just thinking like okay now i need to ask them and and do all these things because you know we're black but it's really your own self-reflection turn that mirror on yourself and say okay what are the things that i laura can do with 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 my role and, and my place in this world so yeah because that, 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 that was just a all yeah that was just an all-around tough time because i was just like it ain't my responsibility to teach nobody, none of y'all nothing. You know what I'm saying? And so it's really around you being your own person and saying, okay, this is what I know to do is right. And just doing the right thing. Like, you don't have to sit there and, and, and try to act like you don't know and, what's going on. 
and and if we want to really keep it real and come full circle, you know, during that time, it put a light on it, and everybody's like, oh, yes, Black Lives Matter, and all these commercials from these businesses, and Fortune 500, and everybody's doing this, and then the Kente Cloths came out, <laughs> and then as time went on, you know, the election kind of, hey, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, okay, like, we, we showed up, showed out, and our votes counted, and then it's kind of like, you know, it's so much that has happened, and I'm not saying that's an excuse, but it's like, where is all that that same energy? You say keep that same energy. That energy ain't kept. Like, a lot of people talked about it, but wasn't walking about it. They wasn't about that action, doing what they were supposed <laughs> to do, having the conversations. Like, the after the summer and the election, they kind of, I don't know if they just was too tired, but a lot of the allies or people that was trying to, you know, make change or wanted to be an ally you know, for real, for real, you know, it just kind of fell off and it's kind of like, well, you know, you know, the the issue was raised. Now it's like, you know, you got to work hard and do something. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you got to make it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, Hey, this is like, they're not, they're not, they're not in the trenches no more. And then, you know, you had the insurrection that did came and, mm. and everything that happened at the Capitol. And, and it's like, that took away from it. And then now you got these tragic killings of Asian Americans say. and that violence went up all because of the pandemic and COVID-19 and the rhetoric of, of politicians. And it's like the, the hate has gone from, you know, you bring attention to it. It seemed like it made it worse. Like people are like, oh, y'all mad that y'all getting discriminated against, y'all getting killed. Well, we can make it worse. And then, you know, and these census killings in Atlanta, uh, Atlanta at the spas of them Asian Americans. And it's like, you know, now that's bringing up more controversy. And, and now you got you know, some people was like, you know, as African-Americans and everybody, we're standing with them and, you know, they standing with us. And now it's like the pressure's back on African-Americans. Well, what are you going to do about it? Why aren't you speaking up like you did for Black Lives Matter? And it's like, it's not the same thing. Like, why is it always on us? You know, going back to this conversation and what you said, Dante, like, well, how is it always on us to be there for other people? But who's there for us? You know what I'm saying? Right. The same energy wanted and needed that we wanted people to maintain it's kind of fizzled out and now it's this big deal rightfully so because asian americans they need our support their lives matter as well and i'm all for that and 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 we need to make noise about that and hopefully that movement continues along with ours continuing and picking back up because you know equality is important and it's sad because one of the women that was killed was one of my fraternity brothers who i know who's you know, initiated here in Cleveland. I know him personally. It was his mother that was murdered. So it's like mm-hmm. it, it hits home, and, and you and you feel it, and 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 you care, and you trying to help. But I just kind of, in a sense, it's like we got this other energy, and again, it's so much going on. You kind of, in the back of your mind, you're like, well, what happened to it? Like, are people tired? Is it always something or a new issue that pisses people off, or people just can't take it, or was it all for show? So mm-hmm. that's kind of what we made me think about it. And 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 we keep talking about, you know, coping and the pandemic. It's just, it's just a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's just so much. And it how does how does a, a, a sickness or a pandemic, a disease, or you know, the this this uh virus, virus turn into more racism against a single race? Like we know what happened in 9-11, you know what I'm saying, after the planes hit. Everybody mm-hmm. wanted to attack. But to, for the Asian Americans to be attacked, like, it's not their fault. It's no one's fault. It's, it's a virus. Like, just because that's where it originated from, so we really believe that it is, you don't, you don't, 
all it's, these it's, different it's names. It's sort of these drops, though. It's these drops. Of, it, it's this rhetoric. Like, when you intentionally call something a China virus... Or Kung Flu, like... Yeah, your, your mind is already positioning to where that virus, like, came from and, and, and the people that represent that region. So you're subconsciously connecting these dots that you didn't even intend to connect and now you're acting out on it and and as you said we're we're here to carry we're here to save we're here to build we have to do all these things for this country and yet you have these instances where the the, the country does nothing for for us won't even hold the door for me <clears throat> you know I, I i hold the door for everybody but you know what i'm saying some people won't even look our way and and they but but they want us and 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 it's not funny enough as it is but when you really think about it we're all connected you know african americans minorities allies you know people that see people as 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 a person and equal with asian americans we are all our own support systems we're all together we're all are in this together and if our support system is, you know, if, if we just looked at it like that and worked together, which we just can never do, but we have to keep the message going. Hopefully, you know, we have a support system that most people won't even know each other personally, but whether it's social media, raising issues, talking about it, joining movements, rallies, protests, like that's an even bigger support system than you can even imagine. Um, and, and hopefully we can get things done. Like we can't just stop because it's not the popular thing to do. And I think a lot of people last summer, it was the popular thing to do. Now it's not so True. popular. Kind of, it's risky. It's dangerous, you know? So, and, and that's, and I think that's where true allyship comes from, right? Because we've had to talk and endure and re really live this experience for for years and so when allies pop up and say okay this is what we're going to do and this is the statement we're putting out whether it's a corporation business nonprofit, all of that or organization okay so now it's just like okay you had that energy back then so keep that same energy because if we are charged to keep leading the charge like that just gets exhausting right it gets exhausting trying to explain something it gets exhausting trying to lead tons of initiatives so now it's just like okay how do you still play a key role in trying to push these things within our workplaces, within the organizations and the corporations that we support? And, and part of that is, is sort of holding that accountability, but just saying like, no, this is what you said. So prove it, prove it to, to your, your guests, prove it to your staff, prove it to your customers, because you can't say that and then throw it back on into our court and say like, okay, well, what should we do? Because we don't know. Like, no, you knew what to do when you made that statement. Consistency. So. Thank you. You got to keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Lord, <laughs> you didn't kept that heart. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody that kept that heart, they kept that energy. Mm. But you keep that energy. And hopefully it rub off on other people. Not saying the people around you don't have that same energy, but mm. other people that may not even know you that feel that energy when they walk past you. Well, if you ever get, you know, when you get out the house. <laughs> if we ever walk but past it, anybody. It, but it's, it goes back to that support system that we was talking about. The way people have been able to step up during this pandemic to to serve all people, it's the same thing, right? It's it's stepping up to where it, it truly matters to the safety 
of someone. So we talked about safety with masks and, you know, vaccines and, and washing hands and all of this, this good stuff. This is also around safety. And, we, and we're seeing these, these tragic incidents keep occurring based on outdated and harmful rhetoric. Speaking of that, and mask, are you doing a part two? Mask for the community, sir? Hmm. I mean, that's that's been a question that has been asked of us. Um, and I said, you know, if the powers that be, you know, if, if they're ready, like we've been ready. And so part of that, you know, we, we, we did do that for Gift Express. We were able to add some PPE, um, being able to deliver some cough masks to residents. We also did um, books this year too. So thinking about summer reading, learning loss, like this, that was very telling, right? You, you've heard about that term before, but to think about how all schools had to shift um, in a way unimaginable, we wanted to be able to provide some books and winter items for families um, and rental assistance. And so we really went from, okay, Let's provide some things that's gonna bring families around the table together to really say, okay, how do we protect families? How do we um, make sure that they have a table to be brought around, you know, essentially, but also thinking about how are some ways that we're able to do all of that and celebrate family, the value of family. And so we were really tasked with this major thing to do. It wasn't just one-sided or one path we have to sort of address multiple paths at one time. And that all happened from a support system, volunteers, businesses, reaching out and saying like, hey, are you still gonna do this? How can we help you bring this on? Dante, so, who <clears throat> who is asking if you're doing it again? Are the people who you donated the masks to asking and saying like hey are you going to be giving out more masks or is it like volunteers are coming in like hey i'm looking for something to do are you going to be doing more masks who's asking you everybody yeah it's 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 volunteers um it's been some organizations that we donated masks to um but then also we've gotten this question from philanthropy within cleveland and some of these organizations that were able to provide initial funding to to launch masks for community and, you know, our model of what we did for Mass for Community was instrumental to the Cleveland Foundation's Their Black Futures Fund. And so being able to think about how can um, philanthropy and government and corporations um, and nonprofits sort of come together and think about ways of how you become more readily and, and intentional and who yeah. you give funding to and who you support. And so we were able to be a part of that 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 building uh, that foundational wave so yeah <laughs> if, if listeners are not familiar with dante's uh mass for community or dante's gift express not dante's mass for community but if they're not familiar with the initiative that dante was working with which was called mass for community and also dante's gift express we talk about both of those things in season one so if you didn't yes. listen you should go listen <laughs> 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 but but those were ways for us to really sort of like keep the ball rolling right and really mm-hmm. talk about some key issues but also giving people this outlet to to get out the house safely and really make a difference and be a part of something you know greater than themselves mm-hmm. and so it's really thinking about okay 
how do we keep this energy going? I think a lot of people are focusing on the vaccine and masks have become readily available like everywhere. And so it's not necessarily this big need to do a mask for community part two, but that same energy that was birthed with mass for community has been able to live long beyond our initial dates. And you could adapt it somehow to something else. Yeah, like you were I talking mean, about with the mass for community and... was adapted for gift express. Yeah. Um, we, we've adapted, you know, how we operate within manna food from heaven. Brian has adapted to what, you know, he's doing that he's going to talk about right now. And this is a little bit about, you know, Brian 2.0. So <laughs> the evolution, you know, right? So, <laughs> but no, I um, want to hear a little more about like how how you've been able to take your own beliefs and your purpose and really put some money behind it. Yeah, so I mean, basically, the idea is that you know, as, as things got a little better, you felt a little more comfortable getting out the house or going to places that could be socially distanced. Of course, masks are required, but you know it being kind of out of the dark days, you know, like getting out the house a little bit. The idea was like, well, let's do some social events or, or something like that. You know, I knew people that, that are in entertainment that that do parties or, or rent spaces and have events often. So I figured, well, let me do some events that are fun for me and people that I know and, and people my age and that, you know, raise money and, and at, from these events, you know, while people are having a good time at these brunches or these, uh, you know, happy hours or, or going out to, to another location and just maybe watching the games and kind of kicking and hanging out, um, you know, and take the money from these events and, and give it back into the community. So, you know, use it as like charity, raise money, and then donate it. You know, I have my own organization. I'm trying to fundraise so I can get my federal 501c3 status to be a federally recognized nonprofit, Webbo's All-Stars. But you know, also taking the money and giving back to other charities because a lot of organizations, nonprofits, they can't have those big fundraisers and galas to raise all the money they need for their budgets to last throughout a year. The pandemic essentially, you know, took that away. So, you know, being able to give back to the community, different charities that we know are needed, like Man of Food from Heaven, like, a, you know, an NAACP or a scholarship fund or Webbles All-Stars or any other nonprofit or, or, you know, you're giving away toys at, at a school or something like that. Like, all these things cost money. Shoes and clothes for kids. Like, all these organizations, they need money. So being able to, to raise money, you know, through social events, bringing people together safely, having a good time, getting out the house safely, um, and then using that money not to just spend it for ourselves and be selfish, but give it to other people so they can have more of an impact on even more people in our community. So that was, that was kind of like a, yeah, 2.0 Brian, you know, I, I could be social at times and being a social person and knowing people, you know, bring people out that want to get out safely and, and have a good time. And I mean, essentially having a good time, you know, kicking it at different locations, whether it's eating, brunching, you know, drinking, um, you know, whether it's, you know, adult beverages or not, and just being in each other's company, I think, you know, does something for the mind um, and, and for mental health as well. Um, so it's definitely a positive thing. And, you know, you don't want to overdo it either. So, you know, I try to do it maybe one or two events a month, um, not not an every day, every week or kind of thing, but so it doesn't get, you know, played out because that's how how uh, how brands go. So, uh, yeah, and that that's kind of how the, the evolution of Brian has happened. So. <laughs> and you were but able to... But if you want to donate, support, 
You know what I'm saying? We got our social medias. Do we give our social medias on this show enough? I don't think we do, but, you know, Webbo's All-Stars, W-E-B-B-O-S, allstars.org. You can donate, buy some gear. Uh, social media uh, is Webbo's All underscore stars. Um, and, of course, mine is just my name, Brian, B-R-I-A-N underscore R underscore Webster, like the dictionary. Y'all need to get y'all social so people... Follow Dante's and Dante's Gift Express. All right, come on, uh, Mr. Mr. Dictionary. <laughs> well, mine's is at Dante's Gift Express, and that's on Facebook and um, on Instagram. Also have our website. Um, you can also donate there. You can learn more about what we're doing. Um, you know, we, we move around a lot. We move fast, and so that's another way to stay, kind of stay in contact, and that's dantesgiftexpress.com. D-O-N-T-E-S-G-I-F-T-E-X-P-R-E-S-S dot com. And I don't have anything specific for you to donate to, like personal to me, <laughs> but you could, if you're interested in helping with uh, Mana Food from Heaven, they have a website mm-hmm. where you can donate through PayPal or you can mail them a check, and that is manafoodfromheaven.org, or I believe they have a Facebook page that's pretty active. That's probably the yes. best way to kind of have it. Yeah. So um, that would be a good place. It's close to all of our hearts. We love Melvin. He's like family to us. So that's also a good place to go if you're looking. And we can include, we will include all of this information in our, in the info section of this episode also. It's always easy to find too if you follow the podcast Instagram, Our Brain Trust Podcast. Or if you have any questions, you could email us at Our Brain Trust Podcast at gmail.com. So, yes, yeah, so I don't have a nonprofit or any plans to have a nonprofit, um, but. <laughs> You know, on a Everybody smaller scale, right? You know? And on a smaller scale, you know, just as just a, like a regular person um, at my school, I've always had some kind of donation drive. Myself and my friend Debbie, shout out to Debbie, she's listening. What's up, Deb? Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we always do like Socktober and collect socks for the homeless, or we collected. Um, clothing for women in the hospital for domestic violence uh, reasons. Um, We've done animal shelter drives. And so this year, because we weren't in school, we did, which I know I've talked about in season one, we did, um, we collected meals for St. Herman's House in Ohio City, which is a men's shelter. And so every month we go pick up brown bag meals from our coworkers or other friends and family. I know you guys have both donated, which I greatly appreciate. Um, just simple brown bags, yes. lunches that the shelter was asking for. I literally saw somebody else post about it and I was like, hmm, we could do that. Like I know enough people that we could get 160 lunches together. And at this point, since July, we've collected over 2000 meals um brown bag meals that we've donated so that's pretty that's cool. cool definitely congrats to you yes. very commendable next week next once a month we're at once a month we usually drop off so <laughs> and I, I think that shows you too that i mean anybody can can get philanthropic and volunteer and give back and do community work and community projects like you don't have to belong to organization you can do it yourself but 
know what I'm saying? You may want some, you know, some support advice or some organization to how you're going to go about it and what you're going to do and think that through. But anybody can give and And they often say, you know, we're here, you know, to, you know, to live and be there for people and do certain things. But, you know, you always got to kind of give back. So, you know, what are you doing if you're not doing that? So that's, that's, that's definitely a, a major, um, just a major thing to consider and think about people. Definitely. Definitely think it through, though, and consider it. I know you're saying, like, anybody can do it, but it, it's also important to to do it well and do it for so, a So, place. okay, so everyone has the potential and power to do it. Yes. To do something. They, yeah, it, you it don't have doable. to. You don't, that, that was kind of my point. You don't need to create a nonprofit organization necessarily to do something helpful for someone else. You don't have to collect 2,000 meals to be helpful to somebody. You could just see your elderly neighbor needs some help with their yard work and you go next door and help them with it. It doesn't have to be a huge thing to give back and feel good about yourself and make somebody else feel good. It can be very small scale and it matters. It doesn't have to matter on a grand scale to matter to someone, anything. And never do it for the attention or recognition. Correct. You never do service to be seen or heard or recognized. Like you should do it because it's in your heart and because it's something you want to help other people. Cause it's not for you. It's for other people. So I think that a lot of that, a lot of times that gets lost and people want the fame and the recognition. Like Amen, you, may, brother dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> you can record, take pictures and, and that's fine to bring awareness to get other people involved. And you need like to reach out like for volunteers or to show, you know, hey, if I could do this, you can too. And, you know, if you want to help, this is what you should do and where you should go. But, you know, it should never be about you if you're giving back. It should be about you. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually glad you, you brought that point up because we live in a social media age, right, where, you know, if it's not posted, then it didn't happen. If you don't get the likes, then, you know, you're not loved or, or you know, popular. And... Yes, it's set up for you to get likes, and, and everyone wants to get some likes. We, we pay attention to it, right? But when I'm doing, like, service, especially, um, you know, through Man of Food from Heaven with the shelters, like, I'm very careful in how I post it and share it. And I, I never post, you know, the, the, the people that we're interacting with and the, the population that we're serving. It's usually all of us that's in the kitchen and our friends is there together and you see us making the meals, but I'm never going to exploit um, yeah. post and and record me handing a plate right. to to someone because they didn't ask for that. And I could easily, easily be on the receiving end of mm -hmm. that, you know? And so that's just something that I, I feel we all should, you know, think about when we are doing some things is that it's not necessarily about, okay, how do I capture this person? So that way I, I become this different person in the view of my followers, but really just thinking about why are you really doing it and, and you know, the heart of it. So, I mean, we're all, we're all one bad choice or mm -hmm. one, you know, 
kind of that. Sometimes for me, that, it's a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we're not all that far from being on the, uh, the receiving end, so that was a good point that you brought up. That was, that was, that was, that was deep. That was major. That's something definitely you need to think and, and sit on and take a, mm -hmm. a moment to yourself to just breathe and listen. Let that moment marinate because that, that, that some people it may hit home for. Um, so yeah. You never know who we waking up or inspiring. Ha! <laughs> so listen, message. That's definitely true. Message. <laughs> So closing out, I think like what's one thing you would probably say to like your support system to, I don't know, encourage or just show your appreciation? I think we always say thank you. We appreciate you. Mm -hmm. um, without the system, there is no us or what, the work that we do. Um, mm -hmm. But it's not over. The, the journey isn't done yet. The work isn't finished. Um, but it is definitely mattering. You know, you may not see results right away, or you may see little by little, or you may see a lot, then nothing. Or, you know, you know, you may get some negative feedback, you may be tired, but uh it's definitely helping. And you know, you just stick through and see it through. Um, and the, the outcomes will, will outweigh and bring you more joy than you probably could could ever do for other things that you know are for yourself. Brian took That's what my I answer. Say. Brian took mine. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he said everything I was going to say. But, <laughs> but, you know, like your support system, that's that's, that's your, your inner circle. That's your village. That's, um, you know, your, your squad, your crew. And so definitely, you know, just, just stay genuine. Stay, I will, well, you know, some people always say, like, stay humble. Um, but you, you need to have like some hunger, right, to, to really drive some change. And so being able to stay humble, being able to know that, like Brian said, it's, it, this is a journey. It's not sort of one thing. It's really a lifestyle. And it's really around just connecting your purpose to what makes you feel good and, and how you drive some of that impact. So Stay joyful. Find the joy in it. I'm so thankful for mm -hmm. people that I've been able to laugh with during this time. You know me, you yes. know, I like, I like a good laugh. Joyful, joyful, me. You're going to make me watch that now. Joyful, joyful, Lord. Are you ready for a miracle? Oh, my God. We've lost control. Are you ready? We've lost control. Definitely, now. definitely want to say thank you to everybody. Come in. You know, this pandemic's been hard, and everyone has been, like, a little testy. So definitely <laughs> shout out to everybody that, that's had patience and mm. been able to allow all of us to like figure this thing out. Um, and then it has been great to me in that sense of making, making me say no to things easier. So I'm grateful for that. <laughs> no, like what? Like, you know, if people trying to link or if people just like, you know, anything. It's just like, nah. You can say that energy, basically. Yeah, it's like, nah, I can't do it. It's a pandemic. <laughs> the, 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 the pandemic curve. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, Let me answer that call and I'm a whoop. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I hollering at you. 
But yeah, as the weather gets better, you may be able to do some outside things, get in the grass, get some ice cream or something that we trying to plan, like, you know, get outside, yeah. mask up, you know, Definitely. six feet. Well, they changed it for, from six to three feet in school, but we going to stay six feet. <laughs> I, I, that's what I would recommend. Start with the outside events if you're going to link before you do the work. Yeah. For sure. Yep. All right. Well, if you have any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, please follow us on Instagram at Our Brain Trust Podcast or send us an email, Our Brain Trust Podcast at gmail.com. I think I got that in twice today. You did. And if you do see us at Mitchell's Ice Cream, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> With the vegan ice cream, too. Oh but my gosh. More, it's still sugar. <laughs> Sugar is not vegan. I mean, sugar is vegan. Sugar, sugar. Oh, honey, honey. But no, y'all take care. Stay safe out there. All right, peace. <laughs>